Welcome, welcome, and happy holidays. Uh, it's the Hooligan Pitch. We're back. Um, holiday festive mode engaged. You so may be more on brand than me. I just threw on a beanie, but uh, oh, it's got the little... You got some pom-pom up there. <laughs> uh, ho, 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 Chad. How's it going? Great, you know, just uh, moving through the holidays and yep. catching the footy when I can, you know. Dude, this holiday break was crazy, and like last year, we, we had one, but we were all over the place too. World Cup ended, mm-hmm. and then I think yep, we took yep. like a, a pretty good international break. Um, yeah for sure before we started up again but we're since we're both full homebound uh i've been that's like all that's been my last week and a half is just watching as many games as i (laughs) have been able to and i've been catching them you know a couple i uh maybe dozed off at halftime because i ate all that (laughs) that that christmas prime rib and and mashed potatoes Mm. but that's that's inevitable so what it happens. Yeah. You know, I, I just lost track that the Tuesday games are even happening. I woke up oh. and things had already happened. And I, okay. <laughs> Christmas on a Monday throws, throws. I think that was I it. I think the week uh, off. It's not yeah. supposed to be the first, you know, the first business day of the week. But um, that's what happened. But it's been a little while since we've talked. Mm-hmm. We kind of knew that was coming because of how busy things were getting up and we we tried to plan something and unfortunately it just things just got too busy it happens yeah. um so let's pop our brews let's uh let's get into it because our teams they got into it <laughs> yeah. what you have um i made myself a little cocktail i'm using the uh the blood orange spin drift there you go um, is, that, is, you, just, is that new your first time trying that one or is it uh um i mean it's the first time i've gotten it i had okay. it like once before okay. but um just paired it with some tequila it's there it's you, you gotta like tequila um it's a little strong but it's tasty nice nice um i'm gonna do a uh a little treehouse jingle juice to stay Jingle on, juice. Stay on brand here. Look at that. Nice. Thing. Oh yeah, there you um, go. And then Kristen for Christmas got me this uh, nice little Liverpool. Hey. It's a tall boy, but um, my beer will fit in it. I can guarantee it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Well, um, I think we should just we just got to start with the Liverpool Arsenal game. Just get it out of the way. Well, I'm gonna need to do a shot or two if we're gonna get into that <laughs> one. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, all right, Chad. What well, you, you started off first? First thoughts. Um, first thoughts. Um, I think end of end of the day draws fair. <laughs> I think it was pretty level back and forth, you know. Um, well, as far as like performances go. Sure. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, it it reminded me so much of uh, last season where Arsenal came out. Hot, got the early goal, um, you know, looked like they were kind of maybe not in control, but in uh, somewhat of the driver's seat, I guess. And yep. then, you know, Liverpool at home is, is it's a hard place to go and play and, and not only get the early goal, but then maintain that lead for the whole time. So um, they found their way back in through through Sala, which... You know, if I'm gonna give up a goal, it's probably to Salah, right? Nice so, like, it was a perfect a, goal, like a vintage Salah goal. Yeah, uh, banger. Um, yeah, um, I mean, there's definitely like bits and bobs we got to talk about, but I think overall, it, it was a you know entertaining game. Um, I think a draw is fair. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I think a draw is fair. I just, um, I think the the big elephant in the room is that. That handball that um, 
I don't know. No one <laughs> seems to know what a handball is anymore. And, and every week. Look, look, yeah. <laughs> The whole the whole commentator said one thing, VAR said another, we thought one thing. We could all agree Odegaard was slipping. Can we agree on mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Can we agree can we agree on why Odegaard was slipping? I don't know. What what's your Salah was busting that ass, Chad. He made a move on him and he ha- he went one way and you had he had to react to it so he shifted his weight to the other side which caused mm-hmm. him to slip Salah made odegaard slip odegaard didn't make odegaard slip i mean i guess sure perfect <laughs> so then the ball is now moving past odegaard and as he's shifting his weight to catch his slip his hand smacks the ball we agree on that right <laughs> yeah um so then uh, what I mean that that, but that's the gray area, right? Of like, because he's slipping, and it was such a quick, um, you know, shift of momentum, I guess. Um, this and then he slips, so I think then his hand kind of goes out as a, uh, like a to brace the fall. No, I, I, no, no, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I'm in full agreement that this should have been called as a handball and penalty, but I'm th- this is what I think Bar saw. Okay, so because of that, like. That slip as he's shifting, you know, he's then has that little bit of like vertigo, right? So he like throws an arm out to just kind of brace himself, but then, but then, yeah, like kind of catches himself as you know now the ball is already hitting his hand. I I think, and it's a handball for sure, a penalty, yeah. But like, um, you know, I think that's what VAR saw. I think they saw the slip and gave Odegaard maybe benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I don't I don't get that at all. I don't cuz even if you do slip intentionally, unintentionally, like what I, there's no you can't say if someone slipped on purpose or not. No, but, but there is the part of that handball ruling though is like if you're falling to ground, like you're allowed to put your your hands out to brace your fall and if if it hits you in that instance like it doesn't count. So so should, that's I guess the ruling that they're they're relying on, but um yeah. It's it's I mean it, he Even was, Saliba in the post-match know, interview was, says, yeah. That was something else. I was like, ah. <laughs> um, but he didn't go to ground. Yeah, but like he's, he init- that slip was like initiated where he had to like kind of lo- lose his balance. Uh-huh. But then he like kind of catches himself as, as his, his studs like dig in, right? Right. So, so I don't think you need to, I don't think you need to complete the going to ground motion to be falling necessarily. Like, there's a lot of ways to fall. <laughs> uh, it, it was, it was, uh, it just felt, <laughs> I've seen so many, I guess, easier handball calls to make mm-hmm. that were just like obvious. And this one just felt like an obvious, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I was, situation. I was certainly surprised it wasn't called, um, or even really given, seemed to be given that much attention in the game, right? Like, play kind of just continued on right and mm-hmm. um you know so maybe had i don't know ball gone out and you know ref holds the play maybe you know var takes a little bit longer to look at it or looks at it it in a, a different light or something but i think maybe since play was still going on and um they didn't want to dwell on it too much i don't know i don't know it it should have been called it wasn't resweating um 
not sweating, but like, like just whew. disappointed. Like, it's already going to be a tough, tough ask to win here, or you know, get away with the draw. Um, so then to like potentially give up a penalty off of like a, a handball that you don't, you know, that's just too easy. You, it, you can't let it happen that easy. It would have been an unfortunate handball. It, like, mm-hmm. no doubt about that. It would have sucked because Odegaard obviously wasn't trying to, I don't think he was trying to slap the ball on purpose. No one, player yeah, of that yeah. caliber isn't trying to do something of that in this big of a game to get away with that would just be so obnoxious and uncalled for and not, that's mm-hmm. not his character. I think he's just extremely lucky that VAR went with Arsenal on this one. Uh, yeah, and and I mean I think that's what I've seen with a lot of um, a lot of fan comments and a lot of you know Arsenal content creators. I guess is like they are all pretty much on board of saying like this was a penalty and they got away with it, um, which I think is good because you know it's easy to comment on VAR when it doesn't go your way. Um, so I think it's also important for like all the clubs to kind of do the same thing of like, Oh yeah, we got away with that one. Um, you know, VAR is still shitty. <laughs> so that's well, the game. Well, <laughs> in match, in match day 19, both Arsenal and Liverpool have more VAR issues that we'll talk about because <laughs> the next one that we'll talk yeah. about for Liverpool just blows my mind. And I don't even you know. didn't know this was a, a, a VAR podcast. We're not premier league. It's just, just VAR talk all time. <laughs> VAR, VAR humbug, Chad. Uh, great sweater. Shout out. Mike. We got to yeah. find that. Um, yeah. last time Arsenal won at Anfield was when Arteta was in the midfield. Pretty special stat mm-hmm. there. Um, no, no surprise. It's one of the toughest places for Arsenal to go. Um, but let's jump to roughly what the 70th minute when we see Liverpool on a five to one breakaway with just one giant man <laughs> named Declan Rice getting in our way. Chad, <laughs> I don't yell much. I don't like. I don't yell in our house a lot. But when that five-on-one breakaway was happening, I was like, "Don't screw this up! Don't screw this up!" It's like I was like every. I was literally going, "Everyone get down!" I'm saying this verbatim. This is exact. I was like, "Everyone go! Everyone go! Just run! Just go! Just go!" And then when Trent smacked that ball, oh lord! I I let out like a like when a dog. Like gets its foot stepped on, Yelp type thing. Yep. Bro, yeah. And I just fell back on the couch, and I just <laughs> looking up at the ceiling, just going, "What happened?" And and they showed the replay of it. The ball, sure, it had a bobble to it, but you're yeah. telling me Trent Alexander Arnold can't pass that ball in the back of the net. I, I don't yeah. know. Why was he going for power? I, I, I think yeah, he tried to. It was like too it. much power, or like make it look too pretty, or something like. That was an easy pass in, like, you know, Rice, credit to him. He he did as well as he could to cut off some angles and, and you know, at least stop Salah from the one being taking the shot. But, um, you know, Trent, like, that's a tap-in, basically. <laughs> and he hit the post, and that's just, that's kind of been, like, our, our MO this, this year. Yeah. It's like everyone just loves banging that post, man. Everyone wants <laughs> yeah. in on it. Um that hurt. I think at that point mm-hmm. I knew we probably weren't going to win. Just the way the football gods work, right? Yeah. They giveth and they taketh. And uh, that one kind of sealed it up for me. Um, but just from my point of view, Arsenal didn't really freak me out that much for most of that game. I feel like a lot of balls to Martinelli where he's trying to do too much. 
Um, we kind of shut down Saka too. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought I thought Joe Gomez did much better in that late second half rather than when he got subbed in. When he got subbed in, I thought he was going to get cooked. I really did. It was not looking yeah. pretty over there. Um, Simicuz and, and Klopp colliding. That was wild. Um, broke his collarbone. That sucks. Oof, so yeah. he's out for a minute. And uh, luckily we get Robertson back soon. Um, but that's that's kind of my my takeaways. We didn't perform our best. I think I think we can both agree that that, that wasn't our A-plus teams doing mm-hmm. their thing. I think it was two really good teams going against each other. And I think yeah. this will just lead up to an epic uh round two when it when it happens and and just an ev- inevitable um finish to the uh to the top of the table yeah um like it, it it was just i think both teams like both teams defensively i think looked pretty good um you know kanate and virgil were kind of holding it down back there just like saliba and gabrielle back in arsenal's def- defense um and then the attacks, I think, just both like had flashes and had moments mm-hmm. um, where they could have taken the lead, and for one reason or another, you know, goal didn't go in, ball hits a, the post, or um, you know, play just kind of falls apart. Um, so yeah, yeah, draw I think is fair. Um, draw I think maybe favors Arsenal though, not in necessarily performance, but in points in the table um you know i think liverpool would have wanted to get a win in the home side of this um not that going away to the emirates means like they can't get a win there but you know it's uh you want to win your games at home it, it's generally easier right um so yeah i don't know um i do gotta ask you though you think liverpool's groundskeepers playing a little bit of dark arts out there no, not really, because really, I, well, I don't know this. This pitch looks it's it, suspicious. It would be, be suicidal <laughs> to our own team too, unless we're playing with extra long studs, mm. which isn't happening. But you you could prepare for that better than the away team could, right? Like you know, going True. into it, I'm just saying because like a lot of those balls, they stopped like that pitch was soaked, right? That 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 Martinelli chance, that ball just doesn't move as he tries to take it, you know, and they're slipping all over the place, which like, I don't know why you just don't bring like, it's Allison special baby. (laughs) Yeah. Like I I think Arsenal kit team should have just brought like your normal shoes. And then like, yeah, the extra long studs or, or, you know, something. If the weather just turns out of nowhere and it's just like torrential downpour, right? Like just be prepared. So, um, I don't think that would have necessarily changed the outcome of the game, but I did notice it. Like it, a lot of those those passes that Arsenal used to like give Martinelli a lead or give Saka a lead just like started nice and then just like petered out. <laughs> yeah, um, it's been raining a lot right now. I just checked the weather stats here because that's where we're a forecast team now at uh, Hooligan Pitch. It, yeah. um, <laughs> it, it's windy, it's cold, and it's been raining a lot there in the last week. Um, so, you know, I don't think so. We've seen, we've seen a lot of teams, I think, slip this year. I think you caught the brute end of it. I think you, you noticed it maybe a little more than, 
than what the average eye would be looking for. But when I've watched games there too, we're slipping all over the place as well. I think it just depends on the day. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll, I'll be watching it more now that you say it to kind of yeah. see if, if we're slipping more than the other team. Um, hard to say. I like it though. I like the, I like the conspiracy behind it. <laughs> yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Little dark arts here and there. Yep. Um, I wish we had Jota back. I think that is my one, uh, my one little like, damn, one week away because when he mm-hmm. came back on this last week, um, he looked great. He looked excellent. Mm-hmm. If he isn't starting or playing at least seventy minutes every game going into the future, I'll be pretty bummed. Um, he's just a little engine, man. He's all over the place. Yeah. So February fourth is our rematch. Yeah, uh, and we have a, uh, I think an FA Cup matchup in there as well Before, or maybe right, right after that or something yeah so it's uh arsenal liverpool just playing each other three times in two months <laughs> oh that matchup chat is next week on the seventh oh really wow so yeah <laughs> a lot sooner well, than i thought yeah i'm, I'm kind of interested to see how that match goes mm-hmm. if if both teams kind of bring out the the a team again or if there's going to be more rotation more nine games yeah i mean i think they're both probably gonna if not you know complete starting 11 most starting 11 with with one or two little sure rotations but um yeah you know um we'll see fa cup on the line league position on the line like a month later so (laughs) looking forward to it um That's all my notes for that game. Is there anything else you want to bring up or uh No, I think we pretty much covered out. it. Like I mean Salah's goal was just Yeah, you know, perfectly shot goal. Um we know Zinchenko's not the best at defending and yeah. instead of showing Salah to the line, he lets him cut inside for some reason. Yeah. So um, you know, it's it had um, you know, Timber not gone out at the start of the season or Tommy Ossie not been out, I think either one of them would have started over Zinchenko, but that's the way it is. <laughs> I mean, we could say the same thing about Robertson, too. I mean, the yeah, injuries, yeah, just, it's yeah. going to happen. But I, I do agree with you. When we see Zinchenko, I think every team right now is just targeting him so hard. I was surprised um, Liverpool didn't target him more, though. Me, too. <laughs> Me, too. I, um... Especially after the goal went in. I was like, well, that's the the... You know, blueprint, just keep making that pass. <laughs> I'm shocked. I mean, we've done this for now the last two games in a row. We've attacked him and mm-hmm. we've scored because we are getting him in uh, his feet tangled up when he's running backwards. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Talk to Klopp later and, and see if he yeah. uh, <laughs> agrees with our points and and uh, we'll help Liverpool out. Um, all right, we're going to do a quick, quick match day 18. Uh, just run through. Um, mm-hmm. Palace, Brighton. Kind of a boring game. I expected a little bit more out of Brighton, but that's yeah. kind of been their MO. Um, yeah, I mean, I think your big takeaway is that Matoma's out injured again. So, man, it sucks. Not great. <laughs> Dean Henderson threw him out of the way, and um, that was it. Danny Welbeck with a huge header, though. Mm-hmm. That was that was a sweet goal um, to put him back in it because they were kind of down and out for most of that game. Oh, and yeah. that, that brought him back. So um, that continued their streak. I want to say it's at 30 now. For goal for uh, clean sheet? No, no, no. For for scoring oh, in the game. Oh no, it just got reset. It got reset. Yeah, Arsenal reset, reset that. Um, yeah. For clean sheets, they don't have an all season. No, no, no. I, th- <laughs> I think they're at twenty two now, if my memory this... serves me right. Brighton? 
22 games without a clean sheet in a row. Oh. Okay, so a little bit longer than <laughs> this season. <laughs> yeah, it started last season. Yep. Nice. <laughs> um, and I think that'll just continue to happen. They're either going to outscore it you looks like or it. Uh, play no defense and get beat. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Ashton Villa-Sheffield game, though, that one, confusing. Because Ashton Villa, man, <laughs> they've been playing lights out. They go in and, and uh, hand it to... Uh, uh, sorry, excuse my words. Uh, to City not long ago, and then they go in mm-hmm. and draw Sheffield. I was like, "Come on, like, what is that?" Yeah, I, I, it was a strange one. Like, obviously Sheffield's going to just defend and and you know pack the box as much as they can. Um, but I would have expected Aston Villa to to plan for that and you know be able to break that down or or look for the counter a little bit more often. Um, yeah, I mean, it, for a moment it looked like. You know, Sheffield might get away with a win. So, yeah, <laughs> that would have been the real upset. <laughs> Villa got really lucky that that uh, plus nine came in. I feel like I don't know if you've noticed this. I feel like as time goes on, the the injury time is getting shorter. With each each game, I'm kind of popping into. I'm seeing more plus fours, yeah. plus fives. Yeah, I'm like, are we starting to get back to our old ways and get rid of these eight, nine, tens? Because that's when the honestly, that's when the fun's happening. Um, yeah, I I think so. Um... Because I feel like I don't feel like there's any less stoppages in the game than normal mm-hmm. to you know make it a, a four minute ad time or or less. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe just you know refs are uh, getting tired in the festive period too. I'm like, all right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Maybe I mean it wouldn't shock me. If, like, what's five minutes gonna like? What's the difference? But it, yeah, you know we're gonna wait and see what our stats look like at the end of this year. And I guarantee the goals and injury time. I feel like I've been. There's been so many uh, oh, yeah. this season compared to any other ones. I think players are just getting tired in that last little section and finding the opposition's oh, finding little boosts of energy um, to get it in late. So very lucky, Villa. Very lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, Man U, West Ham? Is West Ham clicking? I'm, I was telling you, Moyes had to figure out that like defense structure, how to get everyone on the pitch, and now he's kind of he's kind of made it happen, um, and it's working. You know, he made Man U look like fools out there. Dude, <laughs> when you have a midfield of Paqueta, Ward, Prowse, and Kudus, that's solid. Oh yeah, that's I solid. mean, you know, you got speed and creativity all along the front, and then you know you got um, Ward, Prowse, kind of right behind that. You know, even. Susek um, can kind of pitch in with his height and um, his spins. They're, they're, yeah, his spins. They're a huge team. They yeah. really are. Um, we won't get to today's game yet, but uh, mm-hmm. shortest player on our team is Ward Prowse and Bowen. Everyone else towering from from Susek and Alvarez back. It's insane. Uh, <laughs> their wing backs look like center backs, but they're just as fast <laughs> as actual wingers. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's an interesting. Uh, it really is an interesting team. I don't think they're that deep. I think that's what's going to hurt them in the end. Is is mm-hmm. they have a great starting eleven, but then after that, they might they maybe have like one or two subs that can come on and and contribute just enough. Like Ben Rama, uh, he yeah. comes on and you know he he has a he has a spark every now and then, but that's kind of it. Danny Ings, he has those moments, but yeah. he's never consistent. Um, and then there's just a drop off. So. 
that's the one thing that worries me. If West Ham can get a lead before they have to make subs, that's that's where they're solid. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they they are certainly kind of finding their their way, I guess. Um you know, I think in the United game and even today's game, they looked really well organized in the back. Um, and, you know, they maybe didn't get as much freedom in today's game, but against that Man U game, like, they were just kind of messing with them the whole time, I feel like. <laughs> I thought that was the day Ten Hag might be fired. I was like, they're yeah, gonna, they're going to do this man dirty for Christmas. It's going to happen. <laughs> And uh, don't have to pay him the Christmas bonus then. So. Right, right. Drop him a day before we're solid. Um, but, you know, post today, West Ham's looking uh, top six now. And mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season, we had them on our relegation list. So shout outs to them for, for finding a way and, and clicking. Yeah. You know, they, uh, they're kind of like a interesting team, right? Like, they they kind of struggled last season, but went on to win the the conference league title. Um, they were in relegation you know, then, zone for a minute. Yeah, like <laughs> like they they were not good in the league. Um, and then you know yeah you 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 sell rice in the summer, which is a massive hole to fill. And um, you know credit to them, they've filled that well. I think. Um, Almost but yeah, like you said, best as you could fill it. I mean, I don't know what yeah, else, what oh, else yeah. you could really do and, and make it better. Yeah, yeah, I think it just comes down to like you said, is, is depth. If uh-huh. if everyone stays healthy and you know they can get the early lead and then defend it cool, if injuries start to creep up like it has for so many teams, then we'll see. I don't think they'll they'll fall all the way down um, to relegation zone or or even the threat of that really. Um, but yeah, it, they're a fun team to watch right now too. With, with Super. you know their their front four or five kind of all on the same page and you know kudos is just this um unknown quantity in the premier league right so he's exciting no one knows how to play him yet it's really yeah. fun to watch watching him today yeah. was really special um i know we're kind of jumping around a bit but got hurt today though he only played 30 yeah. minutes that didn't look good that could hurt that i mean so i heard on the um the broadcast that i was watching the commentator said that he pulled up a little bit short in the uh, the warm up, yep. and was like very touch and go. If he was even going to start, yep. I mean, I guess you could argue the start was worth it because he was he played a part in that goal. Um, but is that worth it long term? If this is you know some hamstring thing, now he's out five six weeks or something. I don't know, but I, I, I mean, I'd argue no. I think this game yeah. for where West Ham is and what they're trying to accomplish. Um, that wasn't a game where I think if they lost, they'd be okay with it. Even if they drew, mm-hmm. they'd be okay with it. And if they win, yeah. you know, that's even greater. But is this win worth an injury to your best player for the next couple of months? I don't know. That's a, yeah. Probably not. We'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's tough. But uh, against Man U, they looked Oof. far better than uh, <laughs> I think Man U would ever be this season. Yeah, for sure. Very statement to say. Um, Burnley Fulham, I don't have much to say other than I am so disappointed in Fulham right now. Uh, they're on my ugly list because they <laughs> they were looking so hot and so good. Outscoring. Didn't they have like two back-to-back games of 5-0 uh, or something? Two back-to-back 5 nils, and they dropped 3-0 to Newcastle, 2-0 to Fulham, 3-0 to Bournemouth, and <laughs> now are, are sitting... Uh, 
Oh, where are they in our table? 13th, 21 points, but they were they were ready to break into top 10 and, and get close to the top six even. And then they yeah. just went, whoop, psych. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what, what changed. Like, they were kind of cruising, um, you know, even beyond the five no wins. Like, just their overall play, I thought, started to look pretty good. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know, something switched and now they, they can't get it together and <laughs> Leno's freaking out now. <laughs> Well, Leno's been hurt, so I, I'm sorry, not Leno. Um, Tim Ream has been hurt, uh-huh. so I, you know, we talked about him being old and, and maybe not what he is used to yeah. know, being. But now, I feel like, like they need him back quickly because he was some big. He was a big part of the organization in that back line for sure. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, they're probably going to rush him back for the new year just to get that team back on track. Yeah. Um see how that plays out you know it's always a risk rushing people back especially when they're older like that so i think they need to but the uh the usa supporter in me says don't do that we need him to (laughs) our old man uh luton big win over castle um they're starting to find i think their groove a little bit again they're a pretty uh gritty team scratch at home especially like yeah home is fun man yeah i i think i think it's a lot of it is just you know these teams are going from 40 50,000 stadiums to this like 11,000 stadium so it's you know fans are much closer right on you mm-hmm. um it's just it's like it's got to be such a hostile energy to be <laughs> the away team there um and if that's what works for Luton, then like hell yeah, keep doing it. You know, if you can take some points off of Newcastle there, and uh, you know, maybe not outplay them, but you know, definitely went toe to toe with them, I guess, <laughs> and came out on top. They're just gritty. They're, they're never going to give up. I think I think yeah. teams have to realize that. I mean, Liverpool found out the hard way. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know Arsenal too. Arsenal had to, yeah, had oh, to yeah. get out of there with just their last breath of air. Yeah. Um, that that was the Declan Rice winner, right? So I mean, it's a team that yes, they're in the bottom three, but man, they don't play like bottom three sometimes, just because of how how tough yeah. they play. And and I think next time we play them in Anfield, we'll be a little bit more weary, but hopefully wrap them up quickly instead of last minute. Yeah, and I think that'll just, you know, the the teams that went there and struggled will remember that, right? And mm-hmm. so on the return leg, that'll be, you know, okay, yeah, they're they're you know relegation side, newly promoted, yada yada, but like they're obviously here to play, trying to stay up. Um, and I think it, you know, had they been able to get it together a little bit sooner, um, I think they probably would be out of the relegation zone by a point or two maybe but um you know they're certainly on their way they certainly look better than sheffield oh <laughs> so. yeah sheffield they're they're probably gonna sheffield, go down i think as... we can we can highlight that one as like you're good you're going down <laughs> yeah poor lads it's true even burnley too they're 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 on that cusp yeah. of kind of figuring it out sometimes and then other times mm-hmm. like oh yeah okay you're, you're probably going to but um luden i'm still i'm not not counting them out yet yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let's talk a little more VAR, Chad. Bournemouth and mm-hmm. Forest. Uh, Nuno's back in the league, baby. He said he has no regrets. 
um, about the way he had to leave Tottenham, but now he has to change his ways with Forrest. Um, classic PR comment. Yeah. Uh, but this game, Forrest got ripped off. I think we all see it. We all know it. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth, again, they, their grittiness, which they've been doing that a lot this year, got them the victory at the very last minute. Uh, the Sholanke hat trick. But yeah. the Willy Bolly double yellow. Uh, <sighs> I know we've said this a lot. We're, that's the worst call I've seen this year. Now, add it to the list. That one's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Add to the list, Chad. <laughs> good. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, look, I, I, I'm not really upset with the on-field ref calling that. Um even though I think it, it was a clean tackle. He won the ball fairly, but, you know, I, I think in the speed of game, ref maybe didn't fully see it, and it was one of those tackles that kind of slides through a little bit. So, you know, benefit of the doubt for the ref that he just called it wrong. But when it results in a second yellow and then you know expulsion from the game i don't understand why var can't intervene on that it's that so makes nice. zero sense <laughs> and like i get it's another yellow and they don't review yellows but like it's not just another yellow <laughs> the card happens to be yellow but it, it it's resulting in a red card right like it makes zero sense why var can't review second yellows they have to change that rule. If that doesn't get, if yeah. that doesn't get changed by next season, I, what are we doing? What's the point? Yeah, What's like, the point of this system? I, I get not reviewing every single yellow, and you'll pick up some yellows that you shouldn't. But, you know, it, that alone um, isn't necessarily a, a game-defining moment where, you know, red cards and, and second yellows are. <laughs> so... Um, they should be treated equally on that and, and get the full review, right? <laughs> you would think. I mean, what's the harm? Yeah, I don't understand it. <laughs> we won't. We never will. Unless no, they change the rule. Um, they really need to. Oh, I just wanna, I want to give you a quick, quick rundown of our list we have so far just to get the idea of what we've been through this season. Um, these are both good and bad things. Uh, but to start, we got Matoma's breakaway goal to start the season off remember that yes. one it's a fun one yes. that's still that could still be goal of the year yeah. uh luis diaz offside goal versus the spurs um <laughs> top-notch <laughs> moment um we, we're gonna hopefully look at arsenal post 95th minute goal differential by the end of the season oh. um that's because of declan okay. rice doing what he has to yep. do uh more recent ones we have on here the arsenal newcastle out of bounds call the most mm. controversial one, which we might have to square that by the end of the day. Uh, <laughs> the Roy Hodgson laughing at Pep. Great classic moment. Uh, yeah. um, and now I'm adding the Willie Bolly red card to this because this is something that we need to remember that uh, VAR needs to improve. So I'm putting Willie Bolly VAR improvement uh, for 24-25. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's a good list so far of, like just, you said, both good and bad. But, just notable um, moments of this season where we said, what the? fuck <laughs> yeah um but hey i mean forest under nuno um in this game especially being down a man for what 70 minutes ish 60 70 minutes yeah. um 
I thought they they still looked pretty good. They like they were so kind of much better. Still taking it to to Bournemouth, uh, <sighs> you know. And I think you know you get get the guys get tired at, at a certain point um, and make some still you know forest defending mistakes, but um, you know that that's it. It was a good sign still from a game that was kind of taken from them by by this second yellow we can't review call what's crazy about that is is uh is that referee um get his name here because he he deserves a shout out um (laughs) after that call uh r jones uh, robert jones he went to uh irala from bournemouth a coach and gave him a yellow for for complaining about it which suspended him for for match day 19 oh um very odd very weird uh <laughs> i don't know just event in order of how yeah. it went down it, it was so it was so bizarre but yes forest looks a lot better yeah, shout weird. outs shout outs to matt turner i hope i hope nuno can can keep uh keep him in line keep him confident we need that mm-hmm. for usmnt and um they look a lot better and I think yeah. we we saw that in this game, and then coming into match day nineteen two against Castle, um, mm-hmm. they did the anything's possible. <laughs> uh, all right, we got uh, Wolves Wolves and Chelsea here. Um, yeah, it's a good comment. Yeah, my, my, I mean, I had a few notes, but the only one I need to talk about is 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 Sterling. Um, you're you're on that little. You, you make a a good tackle high up the pitch. It's you, Cole Palmer, Nick Jackson, maybe up there. Just pass the ball. They were wide open. They could have made that. Um, I would have really liked to see Pochettino just sub him out right then. Honestly, I think he kind of needs to do that. Um, show some some. I don't know some fight or or something of uh like if you're not gonna play for the team just like get out and i get that sterling is one of the older guys now in the in the club and you know probably some sort of a leadership figure but like you gotta lead by example right so if he's not doing it i need you to pull that Mourinho card out of your pocket yank him out of there (laughs) he should we saw we saw Mourinho do that not too long ago um Mm -hmm. I'll have to see who he pulled, but someone didn't, he didn't like what one of his players did 20 minutes in and said, you're done. Like, yeah, you made two bad passes. You're out. Um, and it's like managers need to realize it's like, they're, they're the coach. They're the ones in charge. Uh, yeah. And if your player is not playing up to par, um, it's time to change things up. And, and with that, with that bench, I mean, they're so young, like they're not going to win the premier league this year. And, and Sterling's, probably not the right fit for this team anyway so why not get these young guys more reps it, it, it's very it's true it's, yeah. it's such a strange thing this team this team makes no sense <laughs> to me. they play so selfishly and, and bad and and i don't know chelsea's man they just they just got a weird i mean weird squad. It, it's yeah it's kind of fascinating to watch from the outside um especially with you know the the contracts that they were handing out and um it'll be interesting to see how that plays out over the next few years. Cause like if these guys don't turn it on and get better, like most of them will still have six, seven years left on their, their contracts. Like yep. 
you're going to have a hard time moving them or even getting them to agree to move. Like, So, yeah, I don't know. Glad I'm not a Chelsea fan for multiple reasons, but <laughs> <laughs> it's great to watch from the outside. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. But it also, you know, we keep we hear this big six all the time. It's like, when are we going to start changing big six to something yeah. else? Because they're not in the big six anymore. They're really not. No, yeah, I think it's uh, a lot, but so does Forrest. Yeah, it's, it's time to refresh that that big six, because um, yep. there's certainly a, a handful of names that that could be in there now. For sure. All right, that was match day eighteen. I think we, yeah, I think we got to most of it. Um, for uh, EPL news, just a quick break from games. Just a couple highlights for the week that I thought were pretty mm-hmm. interesting. Um, we had our first female official. Um, head referee for uh, the Fulham game. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure that was the game here. I forgot to write down who they played. Yeah, it was Fulham and Bournemouth. Um, mm. So that was neat. And then something yeah. that I found fascinating, which I didn't know that was a, I don't know, something that hasn't been done in 15 years, but Sam Allison, the first black referee in 15 years for an EPL game. That's crazy. That is crazy. Um, and like, it's it's definitely something that's always kind of been in the back of my mind of like, why is it just a bunch of white dudes? Like, yeah, I know there, there's there's tons of of you know diversity in England alone. Like, mm-hmm. I, it never made sense to me. So, um, you know, glad to see both of them getting out there and switching it up a little bit. Um, I think just getting some new blood in the the refing pool will be will be yeah. good. <laughs> it's almost like we just need to have. Uh, even a bigger pool of refs to choose from. Yeah, I think well, so. We just yeah. don't see these same names every single game. Because um, then you just tar- I feel like you target, you know them, you know their tendencies. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you can just target them and, uh, I don't know, call out all their criticisms. I mean, we don't, we know nothing about Sam Allison. Um, mm-hmm. but as far as I know, he looked like a pretty good official that day. I had no problems with the way yeah. he, he ruled things. Uh, Rebecca Welsh, that was the name I, I missed mm, there. Nice. So, um, yeah. Two new refs in the Premier League, so let's see how they do. Well, it can't be hard to be better than the refs that we all know. So <laughs> the bar is so low. Yeah, so exactly. Just, like, just just be average, like just be average, and just like if something happens, just communicate what happened and why what you saw and why you called it the way you did. Boom, done. <laughs> we'll be so happy if that's the case. Yeah. So happy. Um. <laughs> And then last last little news bit here, Chad. Um, Man United got a one out of five on their food, uh, oh. claiming it was making people sick, very sick, and they weren't even sure. Do you hear about this? Am I? Do you not know this? Um, I saw the sick thing, but oh, like yeah. didn't really look into it at all. So uh, exact quote is: Man United slapped the one out of five food hygiene rating after guests at corporate event given raw chicken. Several people alleged to have been sick. <laughs> after attending an event at Old Trafford, and now they are worried about serving food at games. Oh, my God. And I, I wanted to say, is it the food or is it the gameplay? Because both are awful to watch. Yeah. Um, they make me sick at home, so uh, <laughs> it could be the food. You know, maybe just get Ten Hog in the kitchen. He's got the great tactics of how mm. to cook properly. It'll all work out. That's true. I bet, I bet Anthony does like the – I bet he does this. <laughs> for sure for sure or he's, he's like the guy like 
uh, almost like the hibachi grills trying to do oh, all the moves yeah, yeah. with the egg and flip it up and stuff like <laughs> he does the volcano and just waves the smoke uh all right that's that's all the big news i got uh fun stupid news Jeez. uh all right match day 19 let's uh i'll start with liverpool just because it's mm-hmm. quick easy right to the point i did see like the first half of this game basically okay um nunez hit the target beautiful goal got it got love to see it out there about time mm-hmm. Uh, Jota's back. Again, we talked about this. He needs to start or play a lot of minutes because he mm-hmm. deserves to be out there. Um, I think under Salah, he's probably our next best goal-scoring threat out there. Uh, Say so, yeah. Nunez needs to find his way, but it, I think it's Salah, Jota, and then everyone else is kind of bunched together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was kind of disappointed. I mean, I know Diaz had a bunch of outside stuff go on, but like he didn't really take this position while he had the chance no. um, with, with Jota Alps, but he's a workhorse. Like he, yeah. he, he he's an, he's an energizer bunny, but he's not the goal scoring threat. He, he, he's very similar to kind of how Martinelli has kind of been, at least if I want to put mm-hmm. it how are you, for you guys um, this season, not last season. Martinelli was fantastic yeah. last season. And this year, I think it's just a slow start. Um, and then Liverpool being called, for not one, but two goals back because <laughs> yeah. of just some very odd, odd things happening. And and the big one was the push. Um, mm-hmm. A player pushing Mo Salah offsides, which is that, is that the new meta? Is that like, that <laughs> big, is that big brain, Chad, where, where you can just do this? Because uh, Salah did not interfere with play. He was not offside before that ball was kicked. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, excuse me for not knowing that player that pushed him. I put it out I think of it was my Pat Torres. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I, I read I'm a Reddit comment. The... Did, you, did you see that? Yeah, that's too? maybe where I got it from. You, someone on Reddit said, Pat Torres pushed Salah. Like, dude, they're playing Burnley. Uh, yeah, uh, but then they're, they're the same colors, too. So, like, Jesus. Uh, I'll, I'll pull it up because you say that. And that's just exactly what I read. Um, I was like, what the... I'd assume it was, oh, yeah, so, I yeah, it was assume buyer. I want to say it was O'Shea. O'Shea? I don't remember which one it was. One of those two. Um, Pal Torres. Pal, so we're going to go with Pal. Uh, <laughs> Chad, he, push, he pushes him off sides. Yeah, he sure does. Vision, mm-hmm. And then they say, Sal, you fucked up. <laughs> now, what? <laughs> I'm like, okay, now I took I took a backseat here. And mm-hmm. I said, did that player foul Sala? No. He did not. But are you allowed to push a player with two hands in the back? You know all about Well, this. sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, um, <laughs> like, yeah, this is a weird one. Um, it's so weird, dude. I think it, it probably should have stayed and stood as a goal. Because um, like you said, it, it's... It's not that Sala was already in an offside position and, and, you know, in the way or trying to play the ball or anything. He just gets pushed forward, which happens to be not right where the ball's going, but around it. And... Uh, yeah. It kills me, bro. This, and this is the thing, too. I think this is where common sense really needs to kick in for refs. Yeah. Are you saying 
they wouldn't have scored, uh, or they or that ball would have been saved if Salah wasn't there. That's what they're saying. Well, they're fucking high. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I haven't watched the goal in a couple days now, but um, if I remember correctly, Trafford already was kind of shifting the opposite way and then had to shift back. So, like, yep. he, he would have never made that. If he makes that leap, that's an in, absolutely incredible save. Um, but I don't think he does. Never happening. So, it's never yeah. happening. There's no way. Um, <laughs> like, come on. This is where common sense just needs to kick in. And, and uh, the fact he gets pushed, um, it's just crazy. Because he, if he didn't push him with two hands, it's different. It's different. Yeah. If he shoulders him, fine. But... Pushing someone with two hands is so it's so hard to stop your momentum or, or, or adjust your positioning because it's out of your control at that point. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, man. I was so yeah. I was so confused I mean, by this, but I'm glad it didn't matter. I'm glad it didn't change yeah. the outcome as that's important. It was just annoying. I was really annoyed yeah. by this one. Even more so I, than the handball. I remember hearing one of the commentators um like kind of not pointing out the push, but seeing that that Sala was moved, I guess. Um, and he was, made, I forget exactly what he said, but it was something like, "Oh, he just has to be stronger there." That's just like, that's just the game. Like he just needs to have more strength in that situation. To do, but what? like, I guess to hold his ground and not get pushed. But like, that's still, oh, you know, if you go to the root of that, he's still getting pushed dude we're grasping <laughs> and, for straws at that point yeah really so are. that i mean yeah I'm, I'm glad that didn't become a bigger thing and, and you know be the goal that could have decided the game or anything but still like it's two in one it, week it's two in one week would, where i'm just yeah. like well, what is happening again and like with, with with how tight this table is like i don't think it will come down to goal differential but it very well could so you know goals need to to stand that that should just don't i just don't understand when they say it's not a foul but like but if it was anywhere else yeah. it would have been a foul i'm like so why is it not a foul here it's just it's just it just sucks i'm so tired yeah. i'm so tired Chad, of like <laughs> these goals just getting called back for just stupid reasons uh all right i'm good we won that's all that matters top of the league baby there you go uh christian said you only got a week of it i was like okay so <laughs> <laughs> that's fine um all right you want to talk arsenal west ham here yeah um i think this game it was um showed i think what arteta still needs to work on um tactically with arsenals like i mean i know defensively like this wasn't their greatest game either but most of the games this season, Arsenal's been defense has been, you know, pretty immaculate. Um, you know, Saliba's been great. Gabriel's, I'd say, been just as great, but I think kind of flies under the radar because Saliba's like the big name since he's so young. Um, I just, I, I think Arsenal kind of has been shooting themselves in the foot um, by slowing down a lot of their attacks. Um, 
you look at last season and so many of the, the goals will come from, you know, Martinelli getting onto the ball on a counterattack or, or Saka, um, you know, even Jesus or um, just like actually running with the ball and maybe not always scoring, but getting into dangerous positions. Whereas like this season, okay, Arteta wants to control games and dominate games. And if you look at, you know, touch maps and passes and number of touches and touches in the opponent's box and everything, he's achieving that, but he did that today. Big time. Yeah. But, but you know, the goals win the games, obviously. So, um, I think you gotta, you gotta find the balance in that. Like you can dominate, but then if you're dominating, but not scoring the goals with that, then it, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, um, so I think maybe shift some of that attacking momentum, um, and just like let your your quick players play and like your your technical players play and carry the ball more. Um, I don't think Trossard was the the the, the play today and um, to take Havertz's spot. I would have liked to see Smith throw. He's not as tall as Havertz, but I think he's still like six foot six one, so still has some height in the midfield then. And um, he likes to to run with the ball, and I think that would have maybe not got a goal but um i think would have caused more problems than just running down to west ham's box passing it around losing the ball all right we get it back run back down around the box like it 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 was annoying to watch in that sense um but i think one of the games that made it like most clear and apparent of like what arteta still needs to to figure out in this team so hopefully he and his coaching staff see that too and you know we'll make the adjustments needed um but yeah you know west ham's been on fire um arsenal's been good but the attack all season has been off i guess would be a good way to say it um so not all too surprised with the outcome i think that first goal was just like (laughs) such a a a classic arsenal defensive blunder that we haven't seen in so long (laughs) um is it out? Is it in? I don't know. We can we can talk about that, but um, yeah, bummed to not get the win. But if it's gonna be to a team, West Ham's playing well. So top six teams. Okay. That's how you gotta look at that. Top six yeah. teams. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That one was tight. That 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 ball yeah. that Bowen saved. I, I I'd argue it was even tighter than the Newcastle one. I think so. Um. And by tighter, I mean it, it, that ball must have been a sliver in, if if anything, because it yeah. looks like it looks like from the angles that we see, it looks out. Um, yeah. Even with yeah. The, the picture of Bowen's back to the camera, and you can mm-hmm. kind of get an idea of what the ball and shape looks like between his legs. I mm-hmm. wish, I wish someone would have even just drew like a ball outline. I feel like we could do. I feel like we have <laughs> the technology to at least see where the ball is because we can see it i think in between his thighs just a little bit you can see like yeah slivers um but it depends enough? what frame you look at but, like but, there there's that even that back frame of him of it, with, with the mm-hmm. ball in between his thighs i feel like that's enough to get the circumference or, or even just the radius of yeah. the ball and then just be able to outline a ball and then take our touch line and mm-hmm. and, and raise it up and see if it's in or out i i don't know it's it's it yeah. sounds easier uh said than done but at i this think it's point, pretty easy though at this point, 
<laughs> what are we doing? Yeah. Um, <sighs> Two in one season, man. That was brutal. <laughs> and yeah, weeks apart. Damn. Um, you know, I'm not too upset with, with the call ending up as it did because you're right. There is not conclusive evidence that that ball was in or out. Right. Um, but I don't think it's acceptable for Premier League to want to be, you know, the number one league and all this money is poured into Premier League and the teams and to not have the proper angles <laughs> to, to see the plays. And I get that, like, this is very much one of those edge cases where, you know, you, well, I mean, second time in the season, so maybe it's not so edge case, but, yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's end line. Um, typically ball is just going out there like it doesn't come up all that often but there there's no excuse to not have cameras have multiple angles pointed at that and not this one that's like up in the fucking rafters where you're zooming in and it's like three pixels now like <laughs> i don't know why they even have that camera we don't we have 8k cameras now like what are we yeah. doing what are we doing yeah uh... so i don't know that, that my takeaway from that is like they need to they need to up their camera game, right? Like whether that's cameras in the the goalpost, the corner flags, both. Um, you know, more overhead cameras. Mm-hmm. I know the the World Cup with their, um, and I guess maybe Champions League with their semi-automated offside um, doodad. <laughs> um, use like, I think it used like twelve cameras to to track the the ball and the players. So okay, if Premier League doesn't want to use it for um, the offsides, then maybe you can cut back a few cameras, but like at least have it follow the ball, right? And mm-hmm. then you can see it clearly through bodies, basically, right? Like X-ray type style. Yeah. So there's things out there. It just Premier League needs to adopt them, and uh, yeah, like it's just it's I'm okay with the call. I get it. It wasn't conclusive, but it's just it's not acceptable to not have an angle. <laughs> I think a part of that is also this 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 season and and you know recent seasons when things are happening or an offside is wanted to be called the, the rule of thumb right now is wait we'll review it mm-hmm. but the problem now is wait we'll review it they score we review it we say ah we don't know what happened we got to go with the goal now it's like well yeah well then what if that ref on that touchline saw the ball go out of bounds raises his flag Okay, and says that ball went out because that's what he's <laughs> like almost human instinct is supposed to do. Sure. Right? Yeah. Call, like call what you see. That's the job of an official. Call what you see. Yeah. Uh say that ball stays in, right? They blow the whistle, the goal never happens. So it's like yeah. we, we got these two worlds of evils that we don't yeah. we don't know we don't know how to do the right thing right now. And it's really, it's just, it's just frustrating as a fan, like to see that call today yeah. live and be like, that call, that ball's probably out, but it's, they can't say it's out because it already happened. Yeah. It and sucks. I think that's, it's maybe, I think that's maybe the way you got to go is, is just let the refs call it as they see it. There will be the moments where they call an offside and the guy wasn't and you know you're potentially stopping a goal but i think that's probably the most then why do we have VAR? it's probably the most clear way to ref like a fast-paced game right of like you want us to trust the refs anyway right so let them call the game 
you have VAR if you need it. There's going to be moments just like there are now where you know it doesn't go the right way for teams, but there that's the human element of the sport because it doesn't matter either side. Like we see it right now, VAR can't get it right, and that's human element in there. So just let the refs ref it, and then you know review things as needed. And I don't know. It, it makes me wonder if VAR wasn't here, would Odegaard's handball be a handball? Like maybe would this ball be out of bounds yeah. for Arsenal? Maybe like maybe. I don't know. <laughs> things but I think you're place. right. I mean, I think most refs on that line, like you're already on the opposite side of the field to see that. Your instinct is probably to say that's out because you see if not all the ball, most of that ball, you know, appear on the other side of the post, right? So, like... You're not supposed to. You can't right. now. You can't. You can't now, but, I, I mean, I think that you're right in saying that, that, you know, had... If we're going off what he sees, he probably calls it right away. And then, yeah, the goal doesn't happen. Um, if only VAR had the angles to, you know, walk back in time and, and make that a thing, but... <sighs> Here we are, VAR podcast. Wouldn't it be nice <laughs> to also interview the ref afterwards and be like, do you think we're well, falling yeah. out? They would never say yes or no. I, I mean, happen. yeah, I don't think you could ask them so plainly. Um, oh, they'd ask it. They would ask it. Well, I guess they'd ask it, but yeah, you, you probably wouldn't get a real answer. Um, but I think I think you do need to, maybe not like a video post game interview, but I think there should be like a post match report, which I'm sure they fill out, but like, I think it, it should be a little bit more public in that, mm. um, you know, of, cause there's notable events in every game, whether it's, you know, big or small, but they, you know, keep their list of the yellow cards and everything. And, um, I'd like to see comments on those sometimes, right? Like the, uh, the NBA does this, they do the two minute match report and the games last two minutes. That's when hmm. ref statements come out. And okay. uh, they're filled with minute one fifty one. Yes, that player was fouled. It should have been called. <laughs> Thirty seconds left in the game. That ball was out of bounds. It should have been called. Like, and then even the opposite mm-hmm. way. Um, ref made a call here. Shouldn't have been called. Like, so they go both ways. They call they call the refs out for when it needs yeah. to be called out, and and vice versa. But uh, it's not like they still like. Okay, the refs screw up. See you next game. Yeah. No, yeah, but and I think that it maybe you know comes back to what we said earlier too. Of you just need a larger refing pool, because mm-hmm. um, then you, if you have a big pool, you can do these kind of reviews, and you know the good ones will filter up to the top, where the ones that struggle struggle will not be picked as often, or you know kind of, kind of stay middle of the pack. And um, ideally, you know they all improve off of okay well so and so you know did this in in this situation so okay yeah holland was was fouled but then the ball's still playing and he just he let it play on like he should have right and then okay so maybe make a note of that of like okay i'll take a, a a moment's step back in these like tight situations and just like let things kind of play out before i really make a call um you know i don't know i i feel like you you have the bigger pool. You'll naturally get the good ones and the bad ones and, and all that. And um, I think you, you, there's there's room for improvement, clearly. And um, I don't think they want to improve. I think they're happy being there 
their tight little group that run the Premier League. <laughs> well, I don't even know who the good and bad referees are anymore. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I feel like it's a, a crapshoot every game. <laughs> I look at the names, and obviously the big ones we know, and we mm-hmm. kind of know what to expect. Um, but that sucks. That's uh, expectation yeah. now that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm setting up for f- failure most of the times. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they do something good for me, it's like, a, whoa, okay. It should be neutral. It should be totally yeah. neutral across the board. But here we are. Yeah. <laughs> here we are. Um, I got nothing else on that one, do you? No. Um, you know, yeah. Would have liked to win, but I hope, uh, just hope Arteta saw the, the flaws and the tactics and builds from that. We'll, we'll tag him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. You want to start with the game here? Or you want to catch, um, catch your eyeballs? I mean, certainly uh, uh, Forrest taking down Newcastle. Chris mm. Wood with the Hattie. Oof. That was good. Nuno back. Forrest, I think this could be new coaching uh, energy. This could be, you I think, know. I think a little bit. But... A little bit, like playing a little bit better than what they should be playing as. I mean, Chris Chris Wood, man. When's the last time that man got a hat trick? Maybe his first ever? Is that his first? Um, I'd argue. I don't know, but yeah, (laughs) I I wouldn't be surprised. Um, But yeah, I mean, to like, to go away to Newcastle, which, you know, Newcastle in their best games have always been at home. um, And to just really show them up. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Damn. Didn't expect it. Newcastle was playing pretty good in that first half. Um, and then Forrest just broke him in the second. Yeah. Absolutely broke him. So good for them. I think uh, that could maybe get a little kickstart to get them out of relegation. Um, good to see Nuno back in Premier League too, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. Spurs, I think, disrespected him a little bit, just like they do with all their managers. Uh, you know, didn't give him enough time. But um, we'll have to see what Forrest does now because they still – probably don't have the personnel to keep them afloat. Like if we look at this mm-hmm. table right now, I'd argue Luton is probably playing better than Forrest, but new coach energy could be yeah. coming out. Yeah, I, I think they'll definitely ride that bounce a little bit. And uh, I don't know, maybe maybe Nuno will be the guy to like solidify a starting 11 because yeah. Cooper never did that. So no, Cooper's all over the place. They got Man United next, chat. That's must watch. That's must watch. Mm, that, yeah, that might be spicy, actually. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going to tune in. That's on the 30th. Okay, uh, okay. So, so Saturday, I'll be checking mm-hmm. on that one. Nice. Um, the game I kind of want to go to is uh, I think I think let's just do City and Everton really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, Everton went up one nil to get that game going. And then they just played so nervous the rest of the game. I think they couldn't believe that they were winning. <laughs> yeah. And then city did that thing, which I, I don't know their exact uh, time of goals here. Yeah. So they scored two goals within 10 minutes of each other. Um, they did that thing where they just turn on for 10, yep. 10, 15 minutes. They just put on this full press and just outplay you so hard and they exhaust you and that that 10 minute window um made they made everton look silly and then at the end of the game pickford just made a terrible mistake um he doesn't usually do that he's the one to yeah you know get so mad at his teammates when they screw up 
And then of course he screws up and he's looking around like, ah, like, well, I was like, dude, you, no one, you got the only person that you should be mad is yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't know who he's yelling at. Um, it's just goalkeeper energy. But yeah. I thought, I thought in the good, the bad, the ugly, I thought city were bad. Cause I thought they should have probably played a lot better in this. I know they won. Um, mm-hmm. They came back from the club world cup, but I thought Rodri was making weird mistakes. Uh, I think he was, was uh, tagged with an error in there too. I think. Uh, yeah, he definitely led to Jack Harrison's first goal. Um, he passed the ball back so weak. I mean, if you go watch that first goal that Everton had, it was the most sloppy City defending I've seen in a long time. Um, but I give Everton the ugly here because they were playing so good in recent weeks, and they they. Mm-hmm. I mean, to go up one nil on City in the first thirty minutes, it's awesome, and then they just played so so bad the rest of the game. It was, uh, yeah, that's surprising. I I mean, yeah, I thought Everton being at home, um, I thought they would make it pretty difficult for City. And even if they went up, I thought they would still feel a little bit more confident in themselves because they have the home crowd behind them. Um, yeah, that's a bummer. (laughs) Tail through the the legs, like, oh, oh no, (sighs) oh no, it was like. That, that, I'm serious. If you go watch that game back, the full 90, it was like that. Started so high, and then they just freaked out. Um, so yeah, that was that was my game. Yeah. Um, well, let's go to the other Manchester team then. Um, three two against Villa after I would say not looking likely to to get anything from this game. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I mean, I just caught like bits and pieces of this. Um, so from what I gather, Villa just kind of stopped playing. <laughs> they both get the ugly for me, Chad. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, the first goal McGinn scored was the most ugly defending I've seen United have. Uh, ball just bounces in off of a free kick. Nice. Lands its way in. Uh, Denon Docker with his goal. Again, Onana being in a weird position. Um and then the half ended, and then we start back up, and all of a sudden Villa acts like they already won the game. Now, United had a breakaway with Rashford. I don't know if you mm-hmm. saw it in the highlights. Great breakaway, passes it to Garnacho in the middle, who's offside, and he goes on to ah. score. And it was like, why? Why did you make that pass? He has, Chad, there was no one in front of Rashford. No one. He was on the left wing. And he was running, and he decided to pass it through Granacho. Now it was close. It wasn't. It wasn't like a clear. I mean, it was. It was clear enough to be offside, but it wasn't. Yeah. Um. It was just bad. It just made no sense. I was like, why? That's how inconfident that man is right now. In oh, terms yeah. of In terms of him not wanting to Look, go. He's out just. Court. He's waiting for February. He'll turn it on then. Bust it's, out the short month, and then be close. done. It's getting close to that point. Um, but Garnacho, he was kind of the only bright star for them um everyone else for rain was doing cra- like dumb things that he's usually on top of it evans dumb things uh hoyland finally got his goal but he was very lucky in that it was a weird ricochet bounce off of a knee um that villa defended poorly and he was able to kind of off balance score it was a good goal but again uh, bad defending led to it um both these teams are ugly in my book just not organized they were both lazy uh, just in different halves, and uh, somehow United f- found the victory. But yeah, man, Ashton Villa's got to figure some stuff out. And Emery, before the game was interviewed, 
and he didn't look confident going in. So I, I wonder really? if last week's yeah yeah it was pretty it was he was uh, getting asked like you know what do you think of your team's performance this year and he's like ah. <laughs> shaky voice type thing didn't like it was not like a oh i'm very like we're ready to go today it wasn't like a yeah an energized speech to uh to the journalists so um i don't know what he saw in terms of i don't know what what his team needed to do yeah. that was a little different i mean, I mean day after christmas maybe he knew they all had a big christmas party and he's like uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> no, no Pal Torres since he's playing for Burnley now. Mm, um, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> so maybe that's why he was a little nervous. Uh, no, I yeah. don't. I don't know why Pal wasn't in this game. Now that I'm looking at this, do I have that right? Um, no. fun facts of the game though, Chad. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is gonna make you laugh, Lucas, Lu- Lucas Dean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I heard his name pronounced three different ways. Uh, Dean. Digny and Dinny. I think Dinny was the other one. Huh. So see, no one knows. I'm going with Dean. I think Dean. Kind of, I heard that one the most. But when okay. I heard Digny, I was like, Oh Lord! I was like, What are we doing? Yeah. We're, we're going backwards. So <laughs> I, I remember we did this years ago. When we were yeah. Like, well, how do you say his name? Uh, Dinny. I think Dinny was the other one I heard. Dinny and then Digny like, and then I think Dean. Dean's good. I think Dean's fine. It's French. Yeah. Dean. Dean. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, he got hurt, so we probably won't have to say his name. But... Uh, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all I got for that one. Fun stuff. Onana's terrible, by the way. I, look, you know um, just as well as I do that my fantasy team is is deep down in the dumps. Um, so I've been, you know, getting together my my winter changes and doing all my research and stuff. Onana stat wise looks pretty good for our league, but then I just see the mistakes that he makes in the games. It's like, do I want that that on my team? I I need like whoever I put in, I need them to be just like impeccable for the rest of the season to give me any hope. <laughs> it's it's mostly minus one per error. So I mean Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just I don't know. He's he's on my list for sure. Um but man, he it's you know, I, I took him for I think I took him in the Champions League. I did too. And that didn't really pay off. It did not. <laughs> so I think I feel a little bit burned from that. Um but you know, it's uh when he makes a good save, he he, he it looks good. And um I don't know. I, I'm still so undecided of, of what you know, I'm going to do. You're watching but... on a highlight reel. So you got to watch the, the, <laughs> the no light reel. The uh, no light, yeah. <laughs> uh, Inter Milan has just as many clean sheets as they did with him as without him. I think Inter Milan mm-hmm. is just a team that is set up to make their goalkeepers look extra great. Yan uh, mm-hmm. Somar is currently their keeper. Um, and they're looking so good right now. And yes, he's a good keeper but i think that team is just so organized in the back and when we look at when we look at man united's uh senior citizens in the back line (laughs) it's it's a it's a hard thing to watch um did you did you see the the club world cup uh fluminese back line build up with their keeper oh my 
God, Chad. Man, you would pay over $100 million for this whole back line. It was incredible. <laughs> I'll show you the video. And mind you, they're playing City and like kind of a full-strength yeah. City, um, despite Holland. And the way they slice and dice them, dude, I wish this team was in Premier League because Damn. they were so good. And watching old man Marcelo being, being a part of it, too, it was really cool to watch. The camera angle was from uh, the goalkeeper's um, not perspective, but above it. And, yeah. and 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 going from defense to attack, it was beautiful. It was so nice, okay. and I was just thinking, right. Man United would kill for this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't give them any ideas. They might they might do they it. They might, dude. They might. <laughs> they, I, I wouldn't be shocked though if that team just because of that clip got some bids um, because of how yeah. well they played the ball out of the back. So <laughs> it's a shit game. <laughs> So uh, bad. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. even kidding, dude. So bad. Woo. All right. Um, I'm going to choose a game here. Uh, let's go Brentford really quick. Uh, Brentford Wolves because Brentford got smacked. Welcome back to the Premier League, boys. Um, they got their week off because City had the postponement, and they probably should have taken two weeks off. Uh, <laughs> that was awful. Brentford was was doing pretty good before they went on their little hiatus. And after this game, man, the Wolves, did you see the mistakes they made? I did. Um, yeah, I, I didn't really um, watch all the highlights, but I kept seeing all the mistakes posted. So, like, watched all those. And, um, man, they just they handed Wolves the game. Like, <laughs> it was incredible. I think Huang Yi Chain was like, are you kidding me? Another? Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to pass me the ball. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what um, Collins, um, Nathan Collins, yeah, Nathan, Nathan Collins. Young I don't know. He must have been just shaking in his boots or something because it's like his legs didn't work. Yeah, he, like, it was, he was like Bambi out there figuring out honestly, how to use them. That, that's a pretty good uh, analogy because that's that that is what it looked. Deer in the headlights. You're you're na- like, mm-hmm. yep. That's that's what I saw too. Um, so yeah, they, yeah, they're on my ugly list too. A lot of uglies this week. Now that I'm well, down my list, but uh, <laughs> there are goods out there. We just haven't hit them yet. Yeah, um, um, and yeah, Neto on the bench, so he's he's almost back. I wanted a Neto side. Big. I was ready to highlight it, but it never came up. I think had this game not swung so far in Wolves' favor, like so easily, probably. then he probably would have stepped on. But at that point, just d- don't even bother risking him. <laughs> no, not this game. Not this game. No. Um, what you got? What game you want to check out? Um, we'll go Brighton Tottenham. I caught Ooh. the whole first half of that before the Arsenal game. Um, yeah, pretty good game. I thought, I thought, yeah. Um, it looks, you know, pretty well like toe to toe matchup. I'd say in that in that first half, like, I mean, Brighton already had a two goal lead at half, but um. I don't think Tottenham looks terrible in their play. Just Brighton got the the chances right, and and Tottenham kind of just struggled to really get going. I think um, they were playing quickly, just not like as well connected as as we've seen them in recent weeks. I, my notes are Brighton out Tottenham. Tottenham. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty <laughs> accurate. You know, they they went hard on the goal scoring early. And, uh, you know, Tottenham, even though it was 4-2, it was really 4-0 until the yeah. end when everything was just kind of 
falling into place. I think Estupion coming back is a huge win for them. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, uh, this man can defend and attack and just has a sweet left foot. Um, I'm not shocked with him being back. That I think this could be a a uh, a bright future for Brighton now. Mm-hmm. Brighton future. Brighton future. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so wow, welcome back. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that that goal was chef's kiss of a goal, you know. Yeah, um, I think that was probably one of my favorites of the week. Yeah, uh, and I think you know they gave up two goals late, but that's just because they don't like clean sheets. We know this already. I so I was like, "There's no way they're gonna they're gonna keep." Nah, it. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I think like you said, as you put it, Brighton out Tottenham. Tottenham feels that that feels like the the one line summary for this game, and it it fits so perfectly. Um, no Romero now either. I don't know if you saw it for for yeah like a month. So yeah, they get they got. More injuries, um, a handful of players leaving for the Asia Cup and, and AFCON, too. Um, oh, yeah, so wow, the, a lot. They might enter a, a kind of interesting period here. Um, we'll see what they're made of. Mm. I think I'm yeah. taking Romero out. Yeah, probably a safe bet. A month is too long. <laughs> I'll probably do it. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I forgot about AFCON. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw a list the other day, but it was you know maybe four or five of their starters are are gone through that, plus the injuries and. Sorry, um, Doggy. Um, yeah, Sun, Sun will be gone. Um, yeah, a good a good amount of them. So we'll see. I mean, um, they got Bournemouth next, which I think could also be another one to watch. Um, Bournemouth is been on fire since their loss to city six one um they actually haven't lost a game since so yeah so i think that that'll be a, a good one um you know bournemouth's been looking better so see if they can take it to tottenham now did you see the end of the game or i guess not the end of the game but when pedro was coming off los Celso was malvin off to him Oh. oh, I saw. I didn't. I didn't see it live, but I, I saw someone posted a clip online. So weird. So like just bizarre and uncalled yeah. for. And he covered his mouth, so we have no idea what he said. But is that? I think that's maybe some like Brazilian Argentinian like beef they got. Could be. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it was just so. It was like, what is happening right here? Yeah, I didn't notice anything in the game of like them two really going at it to. Um, you know, for him to be like, "Oh, you you cheated or whatever," but like, I think his little butt hurt. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I think I think Los also did give up that second penalty on Ferguson, um, which was I wouldn't say soft, but I think it's just a dumb tackle to make in the box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's his own um, fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the dunk challenge, though, that was a that was a bad mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah. Again, we've seen that studs up into the ankle. We call a red, have been yeah. called a red plenty of times, and Dunk like just came back. It feels like from his other suspension. Um, so yeah, I was kind of shocked that one was just a yellow. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think that it might be chalked up to like the refs have an idea of the the 
temperament of the player in their head, right? Whereas like for sure. Romero's known to be a little aggressive in his oh. challenges and stuff. Whereas was, Dunk is, mm-hmm. you know, a lot more controlled normally. Um, so that maybe played into his favor, but um, I think, yeah, lucky to, to only see yellow there. If that was Romero, it would have been straight red. So, so easy to call. <laughs> um, all right. We busting through. Uh, let's just do Chelsea Palace really quick. Uh, Chelsea has a big injury list right now. Um, not really sure who we're going to see on for them in the next couple of weeks. But Reese James is now out three or four months. Uh, that's a big one. Enzo is going to be out for a while. Um Cucurella is out now too. I think Tiago oh, got Tiago must have got the day off today, which thank the Lord they're gonna kill that man before he. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, retired. he got subbed in. Oh, he did get subbed in. Okay, yeah, so. okay. Not uh, not a full day off, but <laughs> they said we we need you. <laughs> yeah, we need you bad. Uh, Michael Elise with a nice little goal, um, getting the crowd flip him off. That was pretty fun watching that live. <laughs> They were not happy with him. And then Mudrick goal. I thought that was pretty sweet. Um, I was like, finally. Finally, yeah. this man makes a good run and, and, and scores nicely. The build-up build was nice, though. I thought Gusto did a really good job. He's definitely... You know, when, when Reese was down early in the season and he was playing, I was like, this guy's really good. Like, they need to bring him on more. And then Reese came back and did his temper tantrums and was kind of shitty. And then, so yeah. I'm glad this guy's now taking advantage of uh the situation yeah and you know I, I think last time when he was he had this little period like overall i think it was really good um i think he did have a few moments where he just like made some weird tackles and and stuff but um hopefully kind of losing a spot to to reese again and then getting it back was enough to kind of steady the ship and uh have him focus because he looked really promising uh, for a lot of those games. So, um, I mean, you know, already helping out here. So he's um, young. He's twenty. Is he really that young? Wow. Yeah, doesn't feel like he's that. twenty, right? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think he's one to watch for the future. Um, and he's probably like the least paid on that team. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen the reports that Chelsea? are probably selling Gallagher in hopefully the winter window. Bro, that's like their best player. I, I, I'm, it's a captain. That's what I'm saying. Like, I get you, you're trying to do this like long contract, but not high salary deal. But like, he might be one to just kind of throw the money at just to keep him right now. Like if you're trying to build forward with this team and all these young guys, like he looks to be kind of the most consistent player I think you got right now. Um, he's playing well. You know, he, he's kind of taking that captain's role. Um, I don't know. I think if they let him go, that's that's a real big, uh, I don't even know what to call it, a loss, certainly. But, like, just just what what are you doing? What what happened to this, this vision of, you know, building a young team over the next eight years or whatever like every premier league team just needs a young english midfielder it's like a staple yeah, to be in for league. sure and or james get, milner or james milner like yeah exactly <laughs> um 
I hope Liverpool can go for him here. I mean, Endo has been playing so good for us, but he's thirty, mm-hmm. right? I don't expect yeah. I don't expect Endo, Endo to be around. He was a, he's a, a stopgap kind of signing for like, sure. He's going to be that star for he's filling up that that place for a year or two, doing mm-hmm. exactly what we need him to do. Um, I hope it turns into longer, but I don't expect it to. He's thirty. He's going to be yeah. You know, if he finishes at thirty-two with Liverpool, awesome. Now Gallagher, this is like Henderson two point but maybe better. Uh, probably. I, I I think I think definitely has a higher ceiling for sure. Um, I'm interested. I'm yeah, interested. I mean, I I think most clubs will be um you know do throwing you, their hat in the ring. Do you have um, a place for him? Hmm. Like I've, I've been trying to think about it, and um, I mean, I'd really love to see Palace go back in for him because he did really well there on loan. Um, and I know they tried to to buy him after that loan, but Chelsea, rightfully so, didn't want to sell him. <laughs> um, but with how Palace is kind of looking this season, I don't think he would even bother to go. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I don't. United will probably throw money at it, um, but I think if if you're Connor Gallagher, you're you're seeing your Chelsea dream, I guess, kind of fade away, <laughs> right? And so you wanna you wanna see a project or an established team that's working and and moving in the right direction, and. Um, you know, I think Liverpool's definitely in there. Arsenal won't go in for him, but like they have that vision. Um, you know, Brighton I think is is maybe a sideways move rather than an upgrade, but makes sense. Um Newcastle I think could do well with him. Um, but I just don't think it's the the position they need to fill. Um Tottenham I could see trying to get something with him. Um but again, I don't really think it's necessarily the position they need to fill either. Um, See, so yeah, I don't know. Like Everton, Everton could maybe do it. Everton, I, I don't think he'd go to Everton. But if he gets the choice, I mean, yeah, probably not. I, th- I man, if it's Liverpool, I'll be stoked. I would be stoked. Yeah, I, I mean, he he would be a a nice fit there. You know, it's uh after after the the summer of um Caicedo drama, kind of not panning out for liverpool like we're so happy <laughs> yeah it definitely worked out but then it, it would be funny to see chelsea's star go the other way now <laughs> that would be something i mean with Mc- i mean i love our mids but we still need depth we have a good solid sure, yeah three with gravenbach uh McAllister, and uh Subersly, but one more in there does not hurt at all no, and Graven- no, we're not no. we're not really sure about gravenbach either like that that's still a uh experiment um, mm-hmm. I think that's why Endo is definitely getting more minutes because he's consistent. Kind yep. of just been around longer, but he's not the future. He's definitely the present. Sure, um, yeah. and that's okay. That's a good. We need we need both of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but also we're gonna be, you know, we got Mo Salah thirty thirty two next year, Virgil thirty three next year, uh, Robertson thirty next year. Uh, I mean, our guys, our stars are gonna be aging, and yeah. we need the. 23-year-old Slavislai. We need the the 24-year-old Nunez. Uh, the list goes on. It's time to get this new generation 
in the prime. Yeah. So Gallagher, for sure. Gallagher fits that timeline. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll still be surprised if that, this actually happens and yeah, that Chelsea sell him, yeah, um, you true. know, to any team. But, you know, all the reports are saying that they can't come to a new agreement and they'd rather sell him in the winter than wait till summer. So we'll see. Chelsea does stupid things. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> will not be yeah. Um Chad, there's really only one more thing I really want to talk about. Sure. Um, I just want to talk about Fulham. I know we kind of brought him up earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost again. They haven't had Jimenez, and it makes me think: is that was that their glue? Um, the red card suspension happened. He should be coming back next week. They just look so lost, and I'm like, maybe that's why they didn't have this attack. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, but like, made. I was like, is this this built up frustration? But like, what? How do they? How I do mean... they solve this moving forward? Yeah, it's they've just kind of fallen off a cliff here in the past couple of weeks. Like, so are you going to stomp them while they're down? That's I think that's kind of what I'm asking. I hope so. We got them on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, um, I would hope so. Um, you know, they yeah, they beat West Ham five nil. That's what I'm saying is I don't know what happened. Like, <laughs> like they, you know, we're, we're playing pretty well, you know, lost some games poorly, but you know, the, uh, um, the, uh, the Liverpool game, you know, very nearly, they got away with a win there. Um, you know, they looked good. They, they got those back to back five nil wins and then, uh, it all just like, the red card was was the 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 straw that broke the camel's back that we didn't even know we didn't even know there was a camel, <laughs> and it just the wheels have fallen off. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, yeah. I don't think Jimenez was the glue. Like he's definitely been playing better as the weeks went on, but it didn't look like he was. Well, yeah, he was yeah. Like, he was like the generator. Yeah, like right. he. Was at least a, a body up top to kind of kept the power on. Yeah, um, but I mean, really, it with the way they were playing, I don't think losing him was would be so detrimental. But maybe that is it. I don't know. <laughs> Focus was on him so hard it just created gravity, and maybe, then, yeah. uh, everyone else was able to flourish. And now he's gone, and now they they don't know how to play anymore. That's what it looks like. At least on the stats, yeah. on the stat sheet. That's that's. The only like outlier thing that I see is like what changed? Well, they don't have their striker. It's like, oh well yeah. Not that he scored I mean, a fair, ton of goals, but, but Yeah. He scored thirty percent of those two games. Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, hopefully Arsenal can take advantage of, of them being down in the dumps a little bit and mm-hmm. you know, Arsenal can bounce back from some shaky games over recent weeks and yeah, Fulham. I mean, I feel like they've been weird all season, and they're just sticking with it. <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, no games tomorrow, but we got a full lineup this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a game on Monday too? I want to say there is. is that yeah, Liverpool? I think two games on Monday. Yeah, right? Liverpool Castle. That should be a doozy. Oh, one on Monday, one Tuesday. Yeah. So. Yeah, Liverpool Castle. <sighs> Either start the year great or. You look. You either start the year top of the table or you start the year in second. So, thanks. 
good, good outlook on life. I mean that that you know you need an Arsenal win before that, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I just like playing Castle. It's always for like a dramatic finish and ending. And this is what Nunez did his thing last time. Uh, the game before that, uh, we had the late 90th minute winner. Um, so we have some good luck against them. We'll see how this one is. Yeah, it'll be exciting either way. So, Chad, I got nothing. Oh, we can do our quick goal. Want to just do goal for match day 18, 19 combined? Sure. Yeah. A little, little combo action. Um, hmm, my goals. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you two. I'll do one from match day 18 and one from 19. All right. Uh, for 18, I'm gonna do Odebar from Burnley. Mm, Got a sweet okay. curler. Um, that one was super, super nice. Uh, and then for match day 19, mm, I'm gonna go Stupion. I think that's the one. I think we're agreed on that one. I think that was just an absolute <laughs> banger, and like the way he yeah. worked his hips and just ran it. That was that was pretty sick. Yeah. Um, for eight match day 18, um, I. Again, Kudus, another just like mm. takes the ball, somehow gets the power on it. And, so much space. And, yeah, it just, I don't know. I guess it's, it's you know, like you said, teams just don't really know how to play against him yet. And he's taking full advantage of that and scoring some nice goals doing it. And, and you know, kudos training. Yeah, he, he looked good for sure. Um, Shout out to Sinistera though from Bournemouth. He had a sweet goal. Mm. Uh, yeah, he's nice. Uh, player, I think, I think we got to give it to, to Hattie Man, uh, Chris Wood and Shalanki. Yeah, that seems fair. Makes sense. Um, but shout outs to Huang. He had a nice, a nice brace. And mm-hmm. uh, I thought everyone else was just all right. But those two, yeah, far and far and above. Oh yeah, everyone else. Um, team, I got one team. And it's West Ham. You take down Man U and Arsenal. Yeah, it's big. Um, I'm agreeing with that, but I will also give a shout out to Luton. Um, mm, you okay. know, took down you. Newcastle. Yep. I mean, he had some uh, some benefit from the two own goals um, to get past Sheffield, but that's a relegation rival right there. So um, it's tough. Yeah. I don't know how you weigh that. I mean, that's I'd weigh that by dollars. Uh, yeah you know you got to go through your checks of like goal differential okay <laughs> points okay this 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 how much is each team worth I mean, I, luton's probably what has like a 13 million dollar team and, and i think so West Ham yeah. has like a 90 to a probably 200 million dollar team yeah that's a big range but then you count yeah. like so they beat a relegation i think luton's got to get it here two in a row <laughs> um I mean, Castle probably outweighs their their expenditures by yeah a crazy amount. I yeah, <sighs> I mean, I yeah, I could go either way on it. Like, I'm kind of on the Luton train right now, just because they're doing good things for the table, and uh, <laughs> you know, keep, have they have a good fight about them? Yeah. Um, Underdog mentality. And but West Ham's just been on fire, so you know. Meme of the week. 
<laughs> new segment. <laughs> uh, meme of the week. I know we we posted a few. Let me posted see what few. we had. I, you know, I, I'm sure there's probably plenty more that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think for me, it's got to be Lano pushing that kid. That's pretty good. You don't see that exactly. very often. Uh-huh. And the kid like didn't really react, but then like, the whole crowd's like, "He fucking please!" Like, I guess, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I I love Roy Hodgson just becoming more and more unhinged now. It's and, pretty um, awesome to watch. I'm I'm, I'm you know. fully into it. I've been a Palace hater for like the last two yeah. years, and now I'm totally leaning in, saying I want them to do everything around Roy. Yeah, um, yeah, you know. There's no like winner in this. This is all just it's just just meme of the week. Great. It's all just meme. The meme the meme of the week always the, the winner meme of the week is gonna be VAR, so that is damn. <laughs> Yeah, the meme of the week is Mike Dean wearing his Var Humbug. Yeah, Var Humbug. Like, he, he knows. <laughs> he knows. Oh, oh, there's there's one more thing I want you to look at. Um and if you haven't yet, we'll go back and we'll go back and look at it. But when Sheffield has the second own goal in their game um it was like video game simulation after they score it i swear like five players did the exact same like arm raise and like slap of their legs and, discuss. and it was like a whoa and it, it wasn't like everyone wasn't exactly the same but it was just close enough it looked very video game like let me see if i can pull this up real quick yeah yeah that was that was a fun one um think that's like the only weird thing i had in here that was worth noting but i definitely caught just caught my attention just enough like, oh. see own goal i think it was the second one two own goals and then i'm gonna find you the uh the flamin how do you say it flaminance build up Flum- Superman. Hmm. Yeah, I don't even know how I'm gonna find this. I don't even know where I saw it. Maybe Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, they there is a handful of players that just like <laughs> they got stuck on the same animation. <laughs> yeah, very it's it's not exactly the same, but it's very close. So, yeah. Um uh, see so yeah, I thought that was kinda of fun to it caught my attention. I went, whoa. I had to watch it like three times. <laughs> uh, all right. I think we nailed it, Chad. Yeah, we're caught up. Hour forty in. I think it's time Oof. we wrap it up. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything? Anything else you got to say to the people? Um, no. Just uh, if you got any fantasy team tips, send them my way because Lord knows I need them. <laughs> I will not, but I hope the rest of the world does. Uh, yeah. With that, I think the hooligans are out. Episode fifty-six in the book. That sounds right. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you after the new year. Or I guess Happy New Year. Yeah? Yeah, right around there. Right around there. (laughs) Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Uh, All right. And uh, who begins out?